Well, hello and good day to everyone. This is the first podcast on Back Home Garden. I am walking through the garden right now to start watering. Got off work a little bit early. I do have a full-time job on top of gardening. This gardening of 500 square feet. We got five raised beds. Um, and we live in Arizona. Since it's winter right now, it I don't water as much. I water like one, a little bit once every day, or a decent amount every other day. But I do try to keep all my soil a little bit wet. One other thing is that I bought compost. We bought compost about. I kid you not, 10 cubic yards of it and 27 cubic yards of compost, not very good compost, mind you, showed up at our doorstep. So after, for the past, about, since the pandemic started, (laughs) we've been composting our chicken scraps and some other plants that we can take and that are in the garden and be able to make some really quality compost out of that. Um, we live in a, we have a backyard, it's a large backyard, so we're very thankful, it's about half acre, like one of those little quarter acre, um, quarter acre yards, so it's got quite a decent amount of space in this desert backyard garden. Um, let's see here, right now I'm watering the kale, there's some spinach over there, there's tomatillos. Right now it is, it's probably close to noon outside uh, right now, and it's January 8th of 2021, so we've had this garden since the pandemic started, and um, yeah, it's kind of such a crazy setup, Uh, and not gonna lie, despite how much it costs, to kind of get things up and going, the, it's well worth it in your grocery results later on, certainly. We were able to replace two to three vegetables each week, which helps us out a lot in our grocery bills because vegetables that are free from your backyard are you know, the best and they taste better. That's for real. Your vegetables from the garden, they'll be just better. As for, so right now I'm just watering my tomatoes and my tomatillos. And some lemon thyme that I'm doing. I've got garden sage as well. It's growing. I have two different kinds of eggplants. And one of them is a Japanese eggplant. The other one is a black beauty eggplant. So one grows long like emoji and the other one is round like a little ball we also have some cucumbers over here these are straight eight cucumbers they grow vertically um they're really good viners uh let's see here giving us tons of fruit still has these eggplants they still have food on them so these uh cucumbers they have a little bit of fruit left on them 
my basil though, one of my pollinators that are next to me, cucumber and the eggplant has fallen over from how heavy it is. But she's still rocking, giving us flowers. The bees really enjoy the time that they have with all these flowers and I'm pretty sure some other places, like some of the other flowers around the neighborhood aren't popping all the time. I don't know. We need more flowers in this neighborhood. The bees deserve it. The bees deserve everything. <laughs> so on top, like following up with the fact that I love bees is that we try to keep our garden as bee friendly as possible. Otherwise, what's the point of having a garden if you're going to hurt the bees? The bees are your friends. Um, yeah, so one of the other things, January 8th is today, and I have frostbite on some of my tomatoes, like from the frost. Some of my tomatoes have frost, and some of my cucumbers do. My eggplant is starting to get it, even though it's been pretty hardy throughout this whole growing season, so I'm pretty surprised at that, not gonna lie. I have some peas that are doing, honestly, they're doing just fine. I have no idea what's going on with these peas. They're doing fine, despite whatever the weather's doing. This cucumber is doing pretty decent, though, too, if we're gonna, for any chances. So I used to have this sweet potato bed. I mean, I still do. But we realized that the compost, as I said earlier, was not good quality at all. And we've had taken it upon ourselves to, you know, make it good compost. Uh, all of our yams didn't do too well. We had all this beautiful cover crop that was, it just looked so beautiful. And you thought there was going to be tons of yams that are going to come out of these. No, not even, not even like an ounce of sweet potatoes came out of all of these slips. And it's an entire, it was an entire bed to itself, too. So that's what kind of hurt a little bit. Um, the potatoes that we did bring up, though, they did amazing things to the soil. And now it's actually good compost. So it's not a total loss of not knowing, not knowing, like, what the soil was going to do or that I was going to lose basically this entire crop and a huge learning lesson. <laughs> Man, we were excited thinking we were going to get at least like five pounds of yam. Honestly, my little, my little calculations are like, no way, we can totally get 20 pounds of yams because it was a large, it's a large bed. It's eight feet by four feet. Yeah, eight feet long by four feet long or four feet wide, pardon me. Uh, yeah, I really need to stop saying, uh. Probably not as enjoyable for y'all to hear, but it is what it is and I'll do better next time. There's probably no one listening to this, and if you are, I appreciate you. You're an awesome human being, and you deserve all of the dessert when you eat dinner tonight. All of it. A little fudge bar in the in the freezer, looking at you. You deserve it. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, let's see here. Now I'm watering the peppers. We used to have squash 
two crooked neck squash. One was a variegated and one was just a normal one. I look, it doesn't do anything to the food. It just looks pretty. Variegation just means the, vari the different varying colors on the leaf of it. So we got some Anaheim, Serrano, or Serrano uh, peppers over here. There's a ton of habanero. I've got yellow peppers and some mini sweet peppers that are starting to grow. They're not doing too hot because it's now January, but the other peppers like the Anaheim, the habanero, um, some of the other peppers are starting to flower again. I have this other pea over here. It's the healthiest thing I have in my whole garden right now besides this rosemary, which is pretty rocking. So I planted, we planted this rosemary to help deter other bugs. Uh, you can do, it's perma, permaculture, small permaculture that we're trying to learn, agriculture, whatever you'd like to call it, where you place deterrent herbs near your garden where you want to grow things um making sure that they're companion you can companion plant with them so we have rosemary on the side of our peppers and we're hoping to have rosemary and lavender on all of them getting some lemongrass as well to help be a natural deterrent because we are organic and we'd like to be a no-till which hurts when we got delivered it hurts my soul we got delivered really terrible like, uh, compost. So we have to dig that up and fill it up a little bit. Um, hoping for next season we don't have to do that. Right now I'm watering my lettuce and cabbage bed. I got like and 10 cabbage heads growing and about one, two, three, four, five, Okay, way too many to count. <laughs> um, I have red romaine and normal romaine lettuce. I accidentally let them grow too large because it was really hot when I first put them in and when I first tried to harvest them with their lower leaves. They were so spicy. There was, I had to give them to my friend's rabbit. The only animal I could think of that would want to eat spicy lettuce. Not, not a fun time. So this is also another huge learning lesson for the back home garden is we didn't know that lettuce would do this. So hey, it's okay. We're learning, we're making, I have tons of organic green material to go to my compost. So that's a plus. Um, the other thing is I'm learning more about seed harvesting, so one of these I'm going to be able to seed harvest. One of these red romaine, so that is going to be a fun day once I learn how to harvest seeds, specific types of seeds. Then we also have one last bed, which is our pollinator bed. It has two different kinds of flowers in it. There's not a whole lot of them. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what they want. I don't know when they want to drink. I don't know if they want food. I don't know if they're too hot. I, I don't know what this what these flowers want. I know what the vegetables want. I don't know. Just are you guys good with flowers? Are there's there has to be somebody out there who's fantastic with flowers that only want to be watered maybe once or twice a week. 
and have it thriving while I'm just sitting here like I got one flower and maybe three on the other. That's why I was so happy the basil is popping, doing its thing. There's literally a bee right now. Two bees. Oh, four. Wow, there's a lot of bees over there. Very, very happy bees. Doing our happy thing. Alright. So, as for that, thanks for listening to my first episode of The Back Home Garden. If you want, you can give this a like, give this a subscribe, follow us for more updates, because we're going to be doing trial and error. Next one, I might do an update of how our buying ladybugs off of Amazon went. Uh, Yeah, so thanks for listening. 